Thank you so much. Shall we kindly pray together? Can you raise the volume? Father, we thank you. We give you glory and honor for this opportunity that we have to sit at your feet to hear your word. Lord, in these days, we see the enemy threatening and doing everything possible to stop the church, to frustrate the church, oppose the church, and to do everything just so as to limit the church. But we know, God, that you said you will build your church and the gates of hell shall not prevail. It is our prayer, O God, that even as we are teaching on your victory, the victory of the cross, we ask that, Lord, believers of God in this day and time will buy into the word of God, mix the word with faith, and let the word of God bring light, revelation, insight and foresight, change and transformation into our lives. That we will leave your presence never the same again. Dear Holy Spirit, take control tonight. Move and deliver. Touch and heal. And set everyone under any form of captivity free. By the working of your mighty power. We declare in Jesus name that every work of the enemy is arrested. Bound and discomfited at this moment. We declare the Father may the blood of the eternal covenant speak on our behalf this night. Take the glory and take the honor. In Jesus' name we call it done. Amen and amen and amen. Thank you so much. You may be seated. Thank you, Pastor Dennis, the apostle, the bishop of this house. It's my prayer that we continue to pray for him and mama and support in the work of the ministry. The work of the ministry is a very tall order, a lot of demands, and we always, as Paul said, as men who are on the cutting edge of the ministry, we need your prayer support. You don't only support us spiritually. Paul said in Galatians 6, 6, that if you receive spiritual things, it is obvious that you also must sow Back into the man of God, physical things, carnal things, as the Bible puts it. And so it's very important that we all should support in every way possible to make the man of God to be comfortable to run with the entire vision of this house. Amen. Can we give it up for our senior pastor then is this moment? Thank you so much, sir. God bless you. Right, so yesterday we did part one of this important topic. Overcoming the kingdoms of darkness. And tonight I promise that we will look into part two, which is the weapons that Jesus has left the church, by which we will continue to perpetuate or continue in the victory. That he has won for us. And it is important we look at that very, very closely. Tonight we'll run with quite a couple of scriptures. I trust that the Holy Spirit will help us to cover some good grounds before time catches up on us. Right. So the first scripture we are looking at is Second Corinthians chapter ten, verses four to five. It introduces that. The issue of the weapons. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. The weapons of our warfare, they are not carnal. They are not physical weapons, but they are spiritual weapons. And it's important that we get to know them and begin to apply them vigorously and consistently in our work of faith. Amen. The first, not according to any order of merit, is the word of God. You see, in Matthew chapter 4, 
and in Luke chapter 4, in all of those verses or those chapters, you will read about the temptation of Jesus after he fasted 40 days. And we are told that the devil came to tempt him. But it is not, it's, of, it, 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 it's uh, so insightful to discover that in all the attempts that the devil tried or tempted Jesus, Jesus came with the word of God to combat him. Amen. In the verse 7, he said, it is written again. The first one is in the verse 4. But he answered and said, it is written. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded of the mouth of God. Verse 7. It is written again, that thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. And then the verse 10. The devil also quoted the scriptures back to Jesus. Then said Jesus unto him, get this. Uh, let, let, let me put it, let me read it. Uh, properly in the verse in the verse 8 in the verse 9 and he said unto him all these things I will give thee if thou wilt fall down and worship me then Jesus said unto him get thee hand Satan for it is written thou shalt worship the Lord thy God and him only shalt thou serve Amen so we see that in all the various uh, engagements between Jesus and the enemy, Jesus applied the word. And it is very, very important. So Apostle Paul will tell you in Ephesians chapter 6 verse 17 that we should take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So these same scriptures that we hear, the sermons we hear in every Sunday, and all the Bible studies and our personal studies of the word of God, let us not take it just as a mere sermon. Jesus said in John 6.63 that the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. First John, uh, John chapter 1 would tell us that from the beginning was the word, the word was with God. That there was nothing made outside of the word. And in the word is life. And that life is the light of all men. And the light shines in darkness, and the darkness cannot comprehend it. Amen. So there is a need for us to consistently be studying the word of God, meditating upon it day and night, observing to do all that is written therein. The Bible said, then we'll make our way prosperous, and we shall have a good success. It's unfortunate today because of this thing called busyness. All of us are becoming guilty of really staying with the word for long hours, long hours, and really just soaking in the word of God. But if there are so much blessings in our times, whereby we can get the word of God electronically on our phones, we can have it in all kinds of uh, pen drives. And what have you? Just to be listening to messages and preaching and all of that and all of that. And we must take advantage of it. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12, there's a two-edged sword. Cutting, dividing the soul and the spirit, the flesh and the marrow, the bones. And he said he's able to move to every part of the resources of our being. The word of God. Amen. It is important for us to understand that the greatest weapon that we can apply day and night against the onslaught of the wicked one, the devil, is the word of God. The word of God. The Bible says in Second Corinthians 4.13 that I believe, therefore I speak. I speak. You got to take the word and declare it. You have to declare the word consistently against the wicked one. Romans 10, 17 tells us that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. It is no passive hearing, but active hearing. 
The hearing that makes you engage the word. Apply the word. It's very, very important. The word of God. The word of God. The word of the Lord. The word of God. The Bible. Not a physical Bible, which you call the Logos. But we are talking about the word in your spirit. As you meditate upon it, the word becomes is digested in your inner man, becoming the rima, the quickened word. And then when you begin to declare, power is released. Hallelujah. This is very, very important, the power of the word of God. The second weapon that we need to engage in consistently and vigorously in our fight against the wicked one is the application of the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. Let's all say the blood of Jesus. You see, the blood of Jesus is like a the care is like a currency. In the natural, we use currency to purchase things. And when you purchase that thing, you, you, it becomes your own. In the same way, in the realm of the spirit, the blood of Jesus serves as the spiritual currency with which we have been bought. First Corinthians 6 verse 20 said, you have been bought with a price. Glorify God therefore in your spirit and in your body, which are the Lord's. Amen? So Ephesians 1 7 will tell us that we have been redeemed by the blood. In whom we have redemption through the blood. So through the blood of Jesus, we have been redeemed. It is like the legal instrument by which we have been Purchased, bought, redeemed, freed from the hands of the wicked one. And he knows that too well. Hallelujah. In Ezra chapter 12, back in the Old Testament, we are told about how in the night of emancipation, liberation and deliverance for the people of Israel, God commanded that they take a lamp and then they would put the blood at the lentil of all their doorposts, and that when the spirit of death comes into town and sees that mark of the blood of the lamb, the Bible said the evil spirit would pass over. And it did happen that so long as they obeyed the voice of God and they applied the blood of the lamb on their lentils, people, the angel of death, couldn't enter. The same way the Bible said the blood of Jesus has also purchased us unto himself. And the wicked one therefore cannot touch us. Amen. I said amen. Don't just please, I know you know these things already. But please let not, let's not handle it like something that is archaic or no more relevant or applicable in our time. The blood never loses its power. As we come to communion and we are applying the blood or drinking the blood, may it register in our spirit man again that this is the victory symbol. Hallelujah. Colossians chapter 4 verse 14 reiterates the same point that we have been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. In whom we have redemption. In whom we have redemption. Galatians 3.13 says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. For he was made a curse for us. For it is written, curse is he that hung on the tree. That the blessing of Abraham will be ours in Christ. So we have been redeemed. We have been redeemed. Hebrews 9 verse 12. And cause and brings home this scripture again. The blood, the power that is in the blood. That Christ did not enter into the holy place. We just sang the song, Holy of Holies. I entered in, into the holies of holies. He did not enter with the blood of bulls and goats. And cows. Heifer. And all those animals. 
But the Bible said he entered with his own blood, having obtained an eternal redemption for us. So what we are talking about, the blood of Jesus, is not for the past and the present only, but the Bible says eternal redemption. Eternal redemption. Oh, hallelujah. And Psalm 107 verse 2 will tell you that let the redeem of the Lord say so, whom he has redeemed from the hand of the enemy. So even if in the Old Testament, the blood still serves as that redemptive instrument. And they believed it and they were saved from the hand of the enemy. How much more the blood of Jesus. Let the redeem of the Lord say so. So it is important for you to always declare that I'm redeemed in the blood of Jesus. You speak redemption to your, yourself. <laughs> Excuse me. Your family. You speak it to then your, 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 even to everything that is your lot. Yes, do that. Your traveling, your journeys, your marriage, your business, your health, and everything that pertains to your good, your welfare in this world, people keep on applying the blood of Jesus. Keep on applying the blood. Apply day, apply the night time, apply afternoon, noon, night, any time. Apply the blood of Jesus. And I tell you something, as you are speaking it, that the power of the work of the cross will become evident and you will be free and free forever. Hebrews 12 verse 24 tells us that the blood of Jesus is speaking better things concerning us. The blood is a speaking blood. It is witnessing, giving evidence and testimony of the fact that me and you, we are brand new blood wash people redeemed from the hand of the devil from the kingdom of darkness unto the marvelous light. That is where we belong. And the wicked one touches us not. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. This is very, very important. The power of the blood. Great weapon for the child of God. The third one. I said already that not according to any order of merit. Is the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. The power in the name of Jesus. Right from Matthew 1, 21, we are told his name shall be called Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Matthew 21 to 23, the same thing is there. When we fast forward to Psalm 20 verse 7, the Bible says some trust in horses, some trust in chariots, but we boast in the name of the Lord. Proverbs 18 verse 10 will tell us, that the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into that name. And they are safe. Somebody say the name of Jesus. Come on shout it out a little higher and a little louder. The name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Don't hesitate or feel shy. To mention that name. Don't feel embarrassed. That is your weapon of warfare. Call upon the name of the Lord. And you will be saved. The Bible tells us in the book of Acts chapter 3. When the crippled man got healed. And the Bible said the people gathered around Peter and John and said, Hey, how did you do this? Verse 16 of chapter 3 of Acts. Peter looked at them and said, why are you assuming that it is by our own power and might that this man is here totally healed? Faith in his name, through faith in his name, has made this man whole, whom you knew, and you have seen it. Glory be to Jesus. Somebody said, faith in his name. It is amazing that many believers today the faith in the name of Jesus is kind of winning. They believe the words of any other person and any other prophet. 
but to know their own authority that has been bequeathed to them in the name of Jesus. They are, I don't know. I don't know. But in our time, we growing up as young men and young women. Me and pastor, we dead back many years. Young people. Mama and myself were in Calvary Road Incorporated. She visited a lot of our programs. I think she was part of us. I want to record the history. <laughs> Glory be to Jesus. We believe in the name of Jesus. And we went around casting out devils and healing the sick. Lots of group captains. Lots of wing commanders. As a young man, I was moving through these barracks and, and laying hands upon people and, 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 and scattering all kinds of sicknesses and diseases from several of the officers. One of the officers after the, after the revolution was had some he was shot in the stomach and he went did all the surgeries abroad came back and still all kinds of complications. You touch the stomach it doesn't go down. It's like concrete. And he, when he came to one of our meetings at the art center, I preached, and then he came over for healing, and the Lord just worked a miracle in his life. He brought the entire whole family to Calvary Road Incorporated. We told him it's a student group, young people's group. You are too old for this. You and your wife don't belong here. He said, no, I want to be part of this by force. Somebody shout hallelujah. Say power in the name of Jesus. I told you yesterday, let's leave aside the civilian thing and become a bit soldier line. Hallelujah. Shout and say the name of Jesus. Don't feel shy mentioning that name. Be bold and confident. Speak the name over your properties. Your wallet. That empty wallet. Speak the name of Jesus and call for money to come into it. That wallet and that purse. That is full of one, 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 one city like that. I command in the name of Jesus. May the Lord bring a turn around. I'm telling you it works. It works. Don't try to always rationalize everything. No, 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 no. This is a spiritual page. It's not science knowledge. It's not science. It's not technology. We are talking about a higher plane, a higher realm, a higher law, and that is a spiritual law. And that is a supernatural. It's above the natural. Hallelujah. It imposes over the natural. So no matter what the doctors would have told you in the natural, key into the spiritual, the supernatural. And that is where the name of Jesus becomes very relevant. I pray that from tonight, as we begin to mention the name, may the Lord respond with great signs and wonders, even in your lives. Miracles are not anything that is so strange. No, they are ordinary things that must be happening in the body of Christ because the Lord is alive. Jesus is alive. Hebrews 13 verse 8, he is the same yesterday. He is the same today. And he's the same forever. Let's get this clear. And let's begin to champion that name. Let's highlight that name. Let's lift high. The banner of the name of Jesus. Stop being afraid of any other name. No matter what the, the name is. Come on now. We don't have testimony. We don't have time too much tonight. But, you know, but let me just chip in this one. Young people. Young students. And then some of our colleagues in the sixth form decided that they are, you know, going in for this Baha'i and this Hindu thing. And then some of them during the vacation became devotees. And then they had shaved their hair and then left a little at the, at the top somewhere in the corner there. And then they came boasting all over the place. And then they said they were inviting the grandmaster to come and have a seminar in the school. I won the scripture union and I was one of the executives, young students. And we told ourselves, this man cannot enter this compound. And we went into prayer. We went into serious prayer. And then I told my friends, let's pray a simple prayer. That the angel of the Lord should mount the doorpost with flaming sword. As the man will enter, we will see which God is God. I like the one there, the Lord, he is God. I said, the Lord, he is God. 
young students. And then we were waiting for this man. The program was supposed to start at 1 o'clock, around 1, 1 1.30. And this man, we were all waiting. We went to tap somewhere after eating our kinky and fish. We were just watching far and watching what was to happen. We are just have faith in the power of the name of Jesus. And we're watching. Two o'clock, three o'clock, three thirty, four o'clock. This man didn't show up. And then some of us got some of the other colleagues because it became like a, a challenge in the, on the whole compound. I'm talking about Laboni Secondary School. You can ask my friends, Professor Samuel Jedu and some of those old, old, old friends of mine, uh, the current Christian Council boss. You know, say Raphael say, those are my mates. What powerful guys in the scriptural union, young people, young people. And lo and behold, some of the other unbeliever colleagues of the guys who were making the tuno, they went to arrest one or two of them, went to pawned them for deceiving the whole school. Because they had made noise, they had made the place so nice to attract their colleagues. Because they said, we the scriptural union people who are too lousy. And they wanted another counter authority to challenge our authority in the school. Lo and behold, the next thing we heard, they said the man had come and he was around the school gate where we have the school farm. Around some mango tree. And said anybody wanted to have consultation with him to come there. The unbelievers charged. They said they were going to pawn him in addition. He heard the news and he ran away from campus. From that time, that religion never took roots in our school. Till we've left school and up to now, it couldn't. Hallelujah. We have come far trusting this name. I say we have come far believing in this name. It's just so sad that today's church, in the name of all kinds of prophets, have hijacked the entire system, putting fear into the hearts and minds of so many Christians, instead of walking in the simplicity of the gospel and exercising faith in God, we are being hooked winged by all this symbolic, funny, let me not go there so that I don't commit any sin. But I get very sad, I get very burdened. And I'm praying that a good Lord will save his church one more time, will revive his church one more time. Take us back to where we first believed. Give God a hand clap offering if you can. Shout the name of Jesus. Say it again. The name of Jesus. Young folks, it's time to mention that name. It's time to trust in that name. And God will be with you. As he has been with us all through these many and many, many years. The Bible says in Philippians 2, 9 to 11. Wherefore God has highly exalted him and given him a name that is above every other name. That at the mention of the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow in heaven and heaven under the earth. And every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. In John 14, 14, he said, whatever we ask in his name, he will do it. Whatever we ask in that name, whatever, whatever we ask in that name, he will do it. He said, Hitherto have we not asked, ask, and we shall receive, and our joy shall be full. We call it the power of atoning. <coughs> Excuse me, please. The name of Jesus. The power of atoning given to us. Let's use it. Let's exercise it. The next thing that we need to understand and appreciate is the weapon. Of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. In Acts 1.8. We all know the scripture. It said you shall be my witnesses. In Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria. And to the uttermost parts of the earth. We said you shall receive power. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you. There is the infilling. The indwelling of the spirit. According to John chapter 4. That it shall be like a well in you, springing up unto eternal life. Then we also have the river in John 7, 37, where it says that his puppet is speak of the Spirit. In the last, Jesus said, Those who thirst to come and drink, and out of our bellies shall flow rivers of living waters. 
Today we people have all just, just born again and believe, yes, the Holy Spirit will come and dwell in you because the Bible says when you accept Christ, the Father, Son, and the Spirit will make their abode in you. But we need the river, which is the Holy Ghost baptism. It's amazing today, many believers. One lady came to, for, for, to, to tell me all kinds of stories. Husband of pharmacies and all kinds of serious, serious attacks of the enemy. And yet, they found themselves in this place where they, this woman have a church and it's all about a candle and incense stuff from here all the way to Sonyani and they were with these six months. All kinds of wrong places. And now by the grace of God, she's found a born again church. She's been there for a year. And I was asking her, have you received the Holy Ghost baptism? Do you speak in tongues? She said, no. I said, but what have you been doing in that church? Born again, charismatic church. Despising the ministry of the Holy Spirit. You want to be politically correct. Compromising on everything because you want the numbers to come in. But the Bible said, no foundation can any man lay than that which is laid. Which is Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. If he deemed it fit, that all those that he called unto himself, the one twenty in the upper room, they should all receive the infilling of the Holy Spirit and speak in tongues to be empowered to do the work. How can you today try to change the order? And many of us in church we do, are not hungry for the Holy Ghost baptism. And you are in a charismatic, born again, Bible believing church. And you don't speak in tongues. And you are comfortable. I'm sorry to say, tonight you can make that paradigm shift. Can you imagine me going to Bosoka to buy a tie? I entered into the shop and suddenly the guys are shouting, Hare, Hare, Krishna, Krishna, Hare, Hare, Krishna. I said, Kabadose. Ilerele bro, celebron takaya. All of them, white guys, they all stopped looking at me. I said, but you started? I said, you started? We are all coming to buy and trade and you started to enter into the realm. Me too, I must enter into the realm. Hare, hare, Krishna, Krishna, hare, hare. I said, Kabadose. Ilerele broke Tuesday. He was looking at me. Me too, I was looking at him. Somebody shout hallelujah in here. You think they are joking? They are not joking, brother. They are not joking. They know their practice. They know where they draw their source of power. And you believers are there. You don't know how to eat the of people who are having, having, who are having the Holy Ghost baptism. You are not exercising this beautiful gift of prayer. You don't understand it. And some of us begin to look like radical Christians. What is radicalism about this? This is basic. This is the, what we call the conservative basic style of Christianity. That you must receive the Holy Ghost baptism after your assurance of salvation. You must get into the spirit to be empowered to work the works of God. And I've loved that gift of prayer and the speaking in tongues. I tell you, I love that gift. I love it. I say I love it. And I make no apology for it. Everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. On campus, everywhere. Home and abroad. We blow it. In the airport, in the airplane, everywhere. We blow it. We don't go disturbing everybody anyway. But in your own way, you are speaking to yourself. One of my friends was so radical. Every time he shouted in tongues, he made a lot of enemies. Don't shout it everywhere. But if somebody comes shouting, Hare, Hare, Krishna, you can also speak it up. <laughs> you can feel free to also express yourself. Somebody said, the power of the Holy Ghost. 
Jesus told the disciples in Luke 24 verse 49 that don't go anywhere. But go and tarry in Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. I love that one. This thing we are talking about is not something that is... Uh, you, 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 you can't trivialize it. You can't. You can't. It's power from on high. And the Bible says, He that is from above is above all. So when the Holy Ghost fuses with your spirit like that, friend, you become a supernatural being. How can you be telling me that and, 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 and you had your shop and she also came to also have, you know, put the shop around and now all the clients are going to her because she has gone to see somebody and occult, hey, she is somebody who we are told moves around. And so what? If you are seeing moves around, what about the God that you to yourself? But if you are also praying, and you are also keen into the God that you also serve, your God is greater than all the other gods. And so your testimony should rather be that in spite of all that move around, they're moving around, consulting with all kinds of witches and wizards and sorcerers, and the occult, your business is rather thriving. Your business is rather moving leaps and bounds. That is the testimony you want to hear. Can you imagine you'll be coming to minister one of these days. I have to retaliate, you know. Be sure that you know a new place. And when all this guy came around the place, popular, Man of God, whatever, prophet, blah, 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 blah. Doing the aquantre thing. You come around with all kinds of lemon and orange and banana and potatoes. And, and then you bring a seed of 500. How we tell you to bring a little seed for prayer, faith in God, and put a seed on the altar, then we find ourselves struggling. And you find people were coming. But I just realized that a young man, during the worship time, some folks who come and sit behind the church like that, then after worship they are gone. I told my chief usher, will you monitor these guys? Where do they go? After the worship, they did that consistently. Then he told me that they were from this guy's place. I said, ah, but what do they want here? And I told my friend, my pastors, and my, 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 my prayer warrior leader. I said, hey, this guy, he must stay in his lane. But if he crosses the lane, there will be trouble. It's as simple as that. Stay in your lane. As I'm talking now, he's no more. You see, nobody should be able to come and plant any occultic practice around you to rather destroy your work and the person should succeed. No. I return from prayer and then just behind my wall. Ah, what's going on here? The whole house, my house and the entire environment with some foul scent of an incense. And I just was going to my, I used the back door, kitchen door to my house. And then, lo and behold, my room, and then suddenly, I was hearing all kinds of noise. People were chanting, chanting, chanting seriously behind, you know, the next house. I said, my resting place, where I come and sleep to, the enemy is come that close. Beautiful, we shall see who will win. I took my anointing oil. And I went kabarende. The moment I started speaking in tongues, all the chanting from the other end stopped. And I said, ah, but you came for a, for a, you came, you came, you came for a friend, for a combat. The whole chanting stopped. 
Saika, 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 saika. And I'm told this guy is a very powerful guy in my area, area, the entire West, whatever. Friends, we are not just talking theory here. We are here tonight to empower your faith. That we serve a living God who has given us his Holy Spirit which is above every other power. And I pray the anointing will come upon you tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. The Bible says in Isaiah 10, 20, uh, 27 that the anointing by the reason of the anointing, the yoke shall be broken. The yoke shall be broken. Isaiah 59 verse 19. It says that when the enemy comes, the Spirit of God, like a flood, will raise a standard against him. There are two types of interpretation to that scripture. But I like the way one man of God Dr. Maurice Sorolo and Vanzini and Alex Ness. I like those guys the way they rather interpreted it. Depending on when you put a comma. You know, another vein, it says, when the enemies are coming like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him. It's like the enemy coming in like a flood. But his day said, the true original meaning, I'm not into so much language study to know those details, but I just have the two the two understandings. Sometimes some scriptures are very tricky in their interpretation. They said, it should be rather that when the enemy comes in, the spirit of God like a flood will lift up a standard against him. No argument, no controversy about that. Whichever way, the Holy Ghost will lift up a standard against the wicked one. I said the Holy Ghost will lift up a standard against the wicked one. Stop being afraid. Thousands are fall at your side. Ten thousand on the other side. No plague, no evil shall come near you. With your eyes, you will see the end of the wicked. Come to communion and understand the power that is in the finished work of Jesus Christ. We have been reconciled. The Bible said we're far away. Ephesians of the 2, 13. So first we're far away. He has made nigh to the blood of Jesus. He has broken down the medieval partition. So for now we can enter into the holiest of holies and have an encounter with the Spirit. There is no more excuse for any of us to be there without the infilling and the empowerment, the endowment of the work of the Spirit. Listen to this. The Spirit, the Word of God, gives us the power, the authority, sorry, but the Spirit gives us the power, the exosia, and the dunamis. The authority, the exosia, and the dunamis is the power. So we need the Word and the Spirit so you have many people who are very knowledgeable about the word of God, but they lack power. They lack the power. Because they are not prayerful. The word comes by study. You have to study it. Our senior lawyer is here, he'll tell you. He has to make sure the thing, the law. Read it and know it. So when he stands, he knows what is his right. Which is the authority. But when we are talking about the power, the dunamis, it comes by prayer. You have to be prayerful. So that the spirit will constantly be fresh upon your life. I pray we shall begin to be very prayerful. In Jesus mighty name. I said in Jesus mighty name. So we have the word. We have the blood. We have the Holy Ghost. We have the name of Jesus. I have about nine of it here, but let me just give you the last one and we start to pray. Thank you, Holy Spirit. There is a need for us 
to constantly appreciate the power of the new creation. When we, be, when we became born again, one of the things we knew is called new creation reality. You are taught to know who you are in Christ. Where you are in Christ. And it has really helped us a lot. It has made us to be rooted, grounded, and established in the faith. Colossians 6. Colossians 2, 6 to 8. As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus, so walking in him, rooted, grounded, established in the faith, accordingly as you have been taught. They said we should beware. Listen, man come to deceive us through all kinds of vain traditions of men, philosophies, and the rudiments of this world, and stuff like that. The power of the new creation. Second Corinthians 5.17 If any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Everything has become new. Then we are told where we are now in Christ. Colossians 1.13 That he rescued us from the kingdom of darkness, brought us into the kingdom of his dear son, in whom we have redemption, like I quoted earlier. Then we are told that now he raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world but in the world to come. Above thrones, dominion, powers. So in Christ, knowing who you are now in Christ is very important. You are in the kingdom of light and you are seated with him in the heavenly places. Say a big amen. You must also know that you are now a child of God. These are basic things. But we need to bring them back to the church of today. As many as receiving, giving the power to become the sons of God. John 1.12 Romans 8.14 As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Galatians 4, from 1 to 8, will tell us that we are no more servants, particularly the verse 7. But we are sons, and if we are sons, then we are heirs of God and joint heir with Christ. And Isaiah 8:18 will tell you that I and the children that the Lord has given unto me, we are for signs and we are for wonders. Know your sonship right. Part of your new creation, inheritance, and reality. Amen? Don't be ignorant. Don't just sit down for anybody to come and spew all kinds of prophecy on you just like that. No! Know all the words. Know where you also stand. Have knowledge. So that you will no more be children tossed to and fro by any wind of doctrine. I pray it shall be so now. In Jesus' name. Two more scriptures and we start praying. In 5 John 5, 4, the Bible says, He that is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. So your being born again gives you the advantage or the upper hand immediately. To prevail, to overcome, and to conquer. Don't joke with this reality that you are now saved and born again. When we come to the verse 18 of that same chapter 5. So he that sinned is of the devil. For the devil sinned from the beginning. But we who are now born of God. The seed of God is in us. And therefore the wicked one touches us not. You are not born again. The Bible says you are not born of flesh or of the will of man. No. But you are born of God. So if you are born of God, everything is after its own kind. My son looks like me. 
A dog will have, a, have some puppies there. Fresh puppies. If you want, you can come and see me after I close. They look like their father. The same way you also born of God, you must carry the characteristics of the one who has given birth to you. Give God a hand clap offering because that is who you are. Get to know your identity in Christ. Meditate in these things. So though you are working as a mere man, going to work, going to all the engagements, the usual life that we are all living, come from another angle. That you are a man of God. You are born of God. You are a born again believer. You are stone talking, powerfully anointed, God ordained, God blessed, star of God. And go out there and do exploits. I say go out there and begin to do exploits. I say take communion. May we all come to the place of appreciating these realities. I want to leave you with the last scripture. Nahum chapter 2, 1. Nahum 2, 1. Put it on the board for us. Somebody say Nahum. Somebody say Nahum, whichever way. If I had taken that one, I would have preached. But I intentionally just want to. The Holy Spirit just still told me to continue the teaching. Not to preach. But this one part of chapter, the second part of my book, Dynamics of Spiritual Warfare. I know some of you have copies already. It says, He that dashes in pieces is come where? Face to face. Come face to face. All those gay rights, they used to hide. All these sorcerers and fetish people, they hide in far away bush. On my last visit to, to Boasi, all the way, the billboards, all the billboards, Satanism is on the increase and on the rise. In our time, you will have to be a very bad boy to access an illicit material. Serious Kobolo boy. But today, at the touch of a button, you are in all kinds of sights. So the dynamics have changed. He who dashes, the devil, he has come now face to face in Punimbu. And we can't just do Christianity as usual. You can't live your life anyhow. It's time for you to fortify yourself. Look at the last part of it. He said, fortify yourself mightily. Fortify yourself mightily. Those four commands is a whole message I preach. But I don't want to preach it. Maybe another time you can visit that one. It says, one, keep the ammunition. Wash the way. Make the law strong. And fortify yourself mightily. I pray to God that our captain and general, Reverend Dennis, we are all going to wake up and contend for the faith and bring liberating liberation to our families, our friends, and the community of faith. Wherever God will place us. God bless all of God bless us all. In Jesus' name, let's rise. Let's please rise to our feet. And we will say that you are good. And all the miracles you've done has brought us joy. And we are changed. Don't wait for instruments. Oh yes, seeing you right now. And we will say you are good. And we will say...
Oh, that you are good. Oh, and all the miracles you've done has brought us joy. And we are changed. Oh, and of the hope we have. Oh, we place in you right now. Oh, Father. We declare. Oh, oh we declare our lasting love for you. Oh, Father. We declare. Everlasting love for you, oh Father, Father, raise it up a little bit. Come on, oh, we declare lasting love for you forever, you will be. Forever you will be the lamp upon the throne. The lamp upon the throne. I gladly bow my knees. I gladly bow my knees to worship you alone. Forever. You will be forever. You will be Holy Ghost. You're the lamb upon Alorala <laughs> Alors, on va m'assendre à la barouane, à la barouane, à You can pray, you can pray. Just pray, speak in tongues, bless the name of God. Alors, on est le brand of Ascendere, le barouane. Le ramarouane, et la barouane, banda parole, barouane. Malheur, on est sendere, le barouane. Car le barouane, banda, mais le barouane. Fortify yourself. Araba bandele yande, madane sende kande yando, malerele baruanda parala baruanda parele baruanda, malehila rando santa parala baruanda, mama ndelele bora mama ndelele, ala braba parele baruanda, parala bare baruanda, malerele sente ndelele baruanda, mama ndelele baruanda parala baruanda, ala braba parala baruanda ala parala para baruanda. Babanda bandela nebarela baruanda valera marando sandara la baruanda alara la baruanda la baruanda malela ramama santorololo borua makande valera ne sandelelelele baruanda valera mama sandala baruanda we karala la balende malela ne Bobo, 
Somebody pray. There is power in the blood of Jesus. There is. I want to just minister to a few people. No, 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 not that one. The, 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 the old fashioned one. There is power, power, wonder working power in the blood. But before we sing the song, I want to just impart and lay hands on a few people. Not everybody. But you feel this kind of weight on you. Your fire, your zeal, your momentum, your acceleration. You are just kind of, kind of finding yourself drain, draining down spiritually, going down. Nobody must tell you to wake up. You need a kick. I'll just ten more minutes. I'll use only five minutes. But you come prepared to receive a touch from God this evening. Let the fire burn again at the altar. Let every gold and lukewarm spirit that the wicked one wants to place on you, may that thing be broken now. In the spirit of compromising, defilement, and pollution, and entanglement, tonight, in the name of Jesus, you are being set free. In the sickness and disease right now, we commanding it to be arrested and bound. You want to step forward very quickly, very, very quickly. Now let's go. There is power. Power. Wonder working power. In the blood. In the blood. Line up, raise your two hands quickly. I don't have time. Please help me to save time. There is power. 
Oh power. Oh wonder. Oh in the precious blood of the Lamb. Just pray. Ah, oh, there is power. A place of confidence. Yeah, Holy Ghost. Raise your two hands. Receive the touch of God. Receive the touch of the Holy Ghost. Receive the touch of the Lord. Receive the touch of the Holy Spirit. Tonight, in the name of Jesus. Oh, yes, Father. Touch your people. Release anointing upon them. I command that they are healed. They are set free tonight in the name of Jesus. Let your spirit touch, heal, deliver them. Make them whole tonight in the name of Jesus. Power of the Holy Ghost, touch your people. Let your anointing flow upon them tonight. Oh, yeah. Raise your two hands. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Receive His touch. Receive His touch. Receive His touch tonight. Receive His touch tonight. In the name of Jesus. Receive His touch. Receive His touch. Receive His touch. In the name of Jesus. Receive His touch. Yes. 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 Thank you, Holy Spirit. Receive the touch. Receive the touch of the Holy Spirit. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus. Everybody raise your two hands. Can we all raise our two hands? Oh, we give you praise. Precious blood of Above your heads, give God a hand clap offering. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your word to us. You said everywhere I go, minister this message, you will confirm it to signs and wonders following. I adjure every unclean for spirit. Lose your hold right now. I bind your power. I destroy your influence. I set God's children free. Let God's people go. Your word tells us that when the Lord turned the captivity of Zion, we will attempt a dream. Then was if our mouth filled with laughter, our tongue with singing, and the heathen shall say, the heathen, they shall say, the Lord has done great things for us. We command so shall it be. That no weapon that is formed and fashioned against us shall prosper. Any tongue that will rise against us in judgment will declare contempt. There is no divination. There is no sorcery. There is no witchcraft. There is no charm or spell against Jacob nor Israel. But it shall be said of Jacob and of Israel. Only that which the Lord has done. The God of Jacob defend you. The Lord send you help from the sanctuary. And may the Lord be at your right hand side. That you shall not be moved. Be blessed of the Lord. For there is deliverance upon Mount Zion. And that is your portion. Somebody give God a shout. Yeah.